This episode is brought to you by Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. I lived overseas for many years, and one of the biggest bottlenecks to international living is money transfers. You want to withdraw money from an ATM to access funds from your American bank account, and you don't realize you're getting hit with a $10 charge every single time you do that. Yeah, that did happen to me. So if you're dining in dollars or want to do business in bot, what a Wise account does is let you send, spend, and receive money in different currencies. Wise is the easiest way to connect all of your finances internationally. This goes from a night out at a tapas bar in Spain to buying a property in the Yucatan. So if you're a digital nomad in Bali or want to send Send money back to mom, it's simple. And this is all without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Wise works in over 160 countries, so your money's always at your fingertips. And over half of the transfers get their destination in less time than it takes to listen to this ad. Join 16 million customers and learn how a Wise account can work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unplugged. That's wise.com slash unplugged. One more time, wise.com slash unplugged. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the History Unplugged podcast, the unscripted show that celebrates unsung heroes, myth busts historical lies, and rediscovers the forgotten stories that changed our world. I'm your host, Scott Rank. Hi, everyone. Welcome to one of those in-between episodes where I answer any question that you have for me. Today's question is this. Do you believe that ancient people were more advanced than us today? Very interesting question. I'm going to say yes and no. Let's consider knowledge on the personal level and on the social level. Now, of course, on the social level, ancient people couldn't help but be less advanced than us. An individual born in the modern world has the benefit of millennia of accumulated knowledge. For example, do you know that if you boil water, it'll kill any nasty bugs in it? That's pretty common sense to most people, but that little scrap of information that informs how everyone drinks their water is the accumulation of centuries worth of research in the fields of biology, microbiology, anatomy, and environmental studies. Before we could create microscopes, which were a marvel in themselves, and determine the microbiological foundations of waterborne pathogens in the late 1800s, people would know experimentally and anecdotally about where to go for fresh water sources, but they didn't know the science behind it. Or consider your smartphone. That's a result of trillions of dollars of research and development in computer science, information technology, computer engineering, Material science, advanced microprocessor manufacturing, and other fields. Because you have internet connectivity, you have more knowledge at your disposal as even a high school dropout than the President of the United States did in the year 2000. So on the social level, of course, it's like that. But let's get into something more challenging and ask if people in the ancient world were more advanced than us on the personal level. Now that's trickier. There's a bias thinking that people were simply ignorant in the past. Well, they believed that the earth was flat, they were toothless, they couldn't read, they were uneducated. Well, nobody in the ancient world, almost nobody, believed that the earth was flat. 
astronomy simply doesn't make any sense whatsoever if there's a flat Earth, so no educated person would have believed that. But I think there's a good argument to be made that people in the past could do things that you and I probably can't do. You know how to garden? Okay, that's pretty easy. I think some of us could say yes to that. Or can you build a table out of wood? Yeah, I think some of us know some basic carpentry. But what about making your own shoes or butchering an animal? And then removing its skin, tanning the leather, then rending the fat to make candles. If you can answer yes to all of those things, then you would only be average for a medieval peasant. You would have to be able to identify plants, knowing which ones are edible, which ones have medicinal properties, which ones might poison you. Most medieval peasants were also adept at pointing out constellations, be able to navigate by stars, and really fix almost everything they had because their lives were so materially poor and void of money that they couldn't buy anything new. So basically what it came down to is that you as an individual had to be a much wider repository of knowledge than an average person today. You couldn't just look up online where to find something. You didn't have access to books. To find an answer to something, you either had to know it yourself or to be within physical distance of someone who could answer the question for you. That's why being a serf and living on an estate was valuable, because you could be in close proximity to others that would help you out. But to just choose one example of how people in the past might have more going on than us today, let's talk about the art of memorization. The ability to memorize massive amounts of bits of information. In an age when literacy was low and written texts were expensive, the art of memory was carefully cultivated. Some people use formal systems of mnemonics based on techniques like the mind palace where you take information and you visualize a space and you place it in there like a library. But there were others like troubadours who could memorize thousands of songs and minstrels and poets or scalds who could recite epics hours long or even several days purely from memory. Let me give you an idea of how memorization worked. People would use different mnemonic devices in order to memorize things. A popular model amongst medieval intellectuals was a seraphim. A seraphim is a six-winged angel. What they would do is imagine a seraphim with six wings. Now you have 36 feathers. There are accounts of a medieval priest who could preach memorized sermons for 40 days through the Lenten season. So you would think to himself, Okay, it's day 27. We were on the third feather of the second wing. Let's go through this. A 16th century Italian preacher could go through the whole Lenten cycle by memory. If you were with friends around a campfire in the evening, let us say, you'd probably entertain one another by telling stories or reciting something from memorized poetry. The Kyrgyz have the Manas. It's an epic poem that is staggeringly long. If you counted the Iliad and the Odyssey as one work, the Manas has 20 times as many lines, and there are competitions to quote this whole thing from memory. In the Middle Ages, the law codes of Iceland were recited each year by the law speaker until it was written down using the writing system brought by Christianity after 1000 AD. I'm not really sure how long it was, but the idea was the law speaker would recite one-third of the code each year for the entire gathering. In addition, he would need to be able to recite the appropriate law when grievances were brought to court. And the ability to handle information within one's own mind was staggering. Let's take the example of Thomas Aquinas. Now, Thomas is not a typical man, of course, but he himself had an incredible memory and powers of concentration. He wasn't accustomed to writing his thoughts down himself. And there's a story of Thomas at dinner with Louis XI, Saint Louis, in 1270. Though seated next to the king, 
Thomas was preoccupied by an argument against the Manichees. Suddenly, he struck the table, crying, That settles the Manichees! And called out to his scribe, as though he were still at his study in his cell, Reginald, get up and write! Not necessarily the ancient people were any better or any worse than us, but they had skills that we don't necessarily respect as much as we ought. So that's the answer to your question. Thanks for asking it. If you would like to submit to me any question you have about history, you can go to historyonthenet.com forward slash podcast. You can write one to me there or leave a voicemail message. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the History Unplugged podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show to get your daily dose of all things history related from ancient Greece to the Cold War. You can do that by going to historyonthenet.com forward slash subscribe. Speaking of history on the net, if you want to dive deeper, go to our site historyonthenet.com and there you'll find blog posts, book reviews, and all of our other podcast episodes. Plus, don't forget to rate and review this podcast so we can bring you the best daily history content possible. We'll see you next time at the History Unplugged podcast. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Calitrin. Text the word UNPLUG to 30605 and they'll send you a link to a wonderful product that can help you finally succeed in shedding that extra weight. I took Calitrin for several weeks last year and I felt great in several ways. I felt stronger, my workouts felt easier, I slept better, I was noticeably trimmer, there was no downside. Text the word UNPLUG to 30605 right now to see this week's special offer on Calitrin. Calitrin contains collagen, the most abundant protein naturally occurring in the human body, which decreases as we age. Taking Calitrin promotes better sleep, more energy, less joint pain, and best of all, weight loss. Calitrin has an 86% success rate with their 90-day supply, and this week, take advantage of my special offer. Buy the 90-day supply and get an extra month free, plus free shipping. Ordering is easy. Just text the word UNPLUGGED to 30605, and I'll send you a link to the special offer. Again, text UNPLUGGED to 30605.